You're listening to The Lively Show, episode 376. You're listening to The Lively Show. This podcast is designed to uplift, inspire, and add a little extra presence to your everyday. Hello, my friends, and welcome to today's show. Today, I am speaking to you from London, and I just recorded, while I'm still jet-lagged, to be honest, but happy to be back in London and recording with Danielle for Beauty of Life. In today's episode, we're going to talk to Danielle about how things have been going for her in the last few weeks, as well as some of the really important things, I think, for anyone else that's feeling like Danielle, that they're spending a lot of time alone, whether they're alone in one place or they're kind of in the slow nomadacy that I've kind of been been in for many years and Danielle has been in in the last year herself. Obviously, this isn't a show just for those kind of people, but if you're finding yourself alone a lot in your own reality, whether you're loving it or resisting it or whatever the case may be, it's very possible that today's episode especially might strike a chord, help provide some clarity and some comfort in the experience you might be having. So we're going to talk about that with her inner voice and why it's been happening for her and how I've experienced it in my own life as well. And then we're also going to be doing some releasing of beanbags as they need and are necessary to come up. And one of them is around the struggle of the last year and how it's been so hard for her. So I think that's something also of any life situation, many can relate to being in a situation that feels very stressful at the time and feeling all these emotions of struggle around it and having the freedom to be able to to release those struggle emotions is so, 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 so powerful. Let's go to the show. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the show. Hi. Thank you. I'm excited to be back. I know. I am so thrilled to be actually working with you from London this time. I am not too, too jet lagged, but if I sound a little tired, <laughs> you'll know why. I just landed yesterday about 20, 36 hours ago. So from Sydney to London, but how has your last two weeks been, my friend? Uh, my last two weeks, not a lot has happened, but also a lot has happened. Um, just really small little tweaks. I've noticed little mindset things, but nothing like major has fallen into my lap as in like a man coming into my life or <laughs> money. <laughs> you mean we're not just done yet? We've had three sessions. What's the problem, Danielle? Why are you so bad at manifesting? <laughs> of course they haven't, but what has happened? Of course, that would never be the intention is just everything. Your intuition told you what? If I remember right, didn't it say like dance in the kitchen? Yes. And Interestingly enough, I have not really been dancing in my kitchen, um, but I have like done other things that have been more aligning, I guess, in a sense. I haven't really found any music that I've been like, turn that up and dance with, but I have been like listening to lots of music in my car and I have been doing a little bit more things that align with me, like making beverages or cooking up something that tastes good for me and things like that. And how has it felt to do those little micro kindness acts of love for yourself? It's been really nice. Yeah, it's been really nice. 
And how would you, okay, if you hadn't done those little things, what about the inner dialogue actually? So before the last two weeks and how it would go inside of your head versus while you're doing these little acts of service and acts of kindness to yourself, have you noticed any of the inner thought dialogue changing at all or just same thoughts, just cuter actions towards myself? Actually, a little bit less of the inner dialogue, I guess, in a sense, like it's been more like loving. I don't know how to describe it. Like, has it really been? Really? <laughs> really, really? It has actually been more loving? You don't have to lie if it's not been. I'm just curious. Has it actually been more loving? Well, I just don't hear as much of like looking for like the other dialogue. Like, you know, okay, for example, um, there would be like a little bit more of a lack dialogue in a sense where like if I go to a coffee shop, I'd be like, oh, I don't know if I can afford that. But then it's like, well, no, maybe like you can just go and have like a tea. It's not like them. You know what I mean? Like there is a little bit less of that dialogue that was that's been happening. Yes. And have you been tuning into your intuition anymore? Or have you heard it say anything to you in the last two weeks? Um, I have heard like a little bit more of my intuition, but the other part of it is like, I have been working a lot of nights, so I've been very tired. So it keeps telling me to rest and rest. So I have been looking forward to having that shift (laughs) of rest. (laughs) Well, that's good. All right. So how can we help you today? If we were able to give you a little tune up, a little refinement, is there anything right now? Actually, let's circle back to that idea of like, what should I do next? Is that thought still firing in your mind as much this last two weeks or not? So I gave my mind a little task as we discussed the last time and just like kind of been like, okay, let's just observe what's coming through. Um, And I had like four different locations pop into my reality. So I've just been kind of like observing like if people talk about these places, if people are if they're in movies or like things like that that have been coming up. And then I've been like slowly getting a little bit more clarity around that. But at the same time, I am still not um, decided and that's okay. I've made peace with that. I think closer to more of an end of my time frame, I might have a bit more pressure. But as of right now, I'm just kind of looking at those clarity pieces in the sense of like if anything comes up in those realms. And what's the time frame that you're talking about that you said you're not worried because there's a certain time frame, but later you would? What's the time frame? <laughs> um, so I currently am leasing my car and as of March, um, my car lease is up. I can do month to month to extend that. So that is that is completely okay. Um, and my apartment one-year lease will be coming up at the end of April. So I'm looking at things hopefully transitioning in April. And you have to give like a two-month notice for your rent lease, give or So take. is that this month then? Uh, no, it would be March. March. Okay. So you've got time. Mm-hmm. And how does your mind accept that you have till March to figure that out? Um, it's okay at this point, but that might change as we go along. (laughs) Okay. So next session, we might address that. (laughs) Is there any preemptive (laughs) beanbags you want to tackle on that right now? 
to put your mind at ease or is it already okay right now? Maybe just next time. <laughs> we'll see what's coming up. It's oh, okay at this point. Yeah, there's nothing uh, there's nothing that I can that it's like fixated on like in that pro- like needing to be addressed at this moment. I think another thing that maybe out of all of those three things that we talked about last time is like career and like pivoting career. And I realized like when moving, I might need to still continue working as a nurse, but I guess like the direction and like opportunity, because like we heard there'll be an opportunity. (laughs) Um, So it's just like, is that going to be in nursing and then I pivot or how do, how does one, I mean, it probably is different for everybody, pivot a career choice? All right. Let's send that down. All right. So the answer keeper is inside yourself. It's not in me. It's not in a book. It's not in Eckhart Tolle. It's not in Jesus. It's not in Buddha. It's in you. So let's exhale. And go on down to home base. I'm starting to call it home base with IVFT grads and people in the class right now and Jennifer too. So home base. Home base is not your head. Home base is your belly and your chest, okay? So go on down there. Just take some deep exhales. We're not going to ask you anything. We're just going to settle down there, okay? And then take your time. You know the drill. When your thoughts come up, blow them away. Those little bugs outside your face, just exhale them. And let us know when you can hear your inner voice. Inner voice when you're there. (sighs) No rush, but let us know. Okay, she's here. Good job. Okay, inner voice. Are you a good career expert? (laughs) Or should we go somewhere else? (laughs) Good job with those exhales. Inner voice, is there a better expert than you on career? Maybe you're not a career expert. Maybe you're not, you know, I've tried to think of who's a career expert, but... Is there anyone else she should go to, Danielle should go to outside of herself, besides you? No. No. Okay. So it's not in Bella. It's not in Eckhart Tolle. It's not in Susie Orman. That's the only name. It's a financial advisor from like the 90s. But (laughs) is there anyone else that there's really no one better? You know everyone on the planet and her voice. So is there anyone else? No, I keep hearing passion. Passion. Okay, inner voice. What's your passion, inner voice? Not Danielle's right now. We're just going to go to the inner voice. Inner voice, what's your passion? Just exhale. You have no idea what your passion and your inner voice is. (laughs) (sighs) This makes no sense, but I hear living life. Inner voice, that's your passion? Just say it. Just keep going. Just just be the yes. telephone for me, okay? I'm going to talk just to your inner voice. Okay, you don't have to agree with anything, by the way. I will be a good lawyer. I promise to the mind, I will lawyer for you very well. Okay, inner voice, your passion is living. Yes. Inner voice, your passion isn't making money. It's not becoming the prime minister of Canada. It's not writing a book. It's not being Oprah. It's living. Yeah, living life to the fullest. Inner voice doesn't sound very ambitious. Being a lawyer, like I said, I'm so, you know, she's at least trying to figure out if it's nursing or not nursing. You're just saying it's living. Inner voice, 
you could be homeless and still be living life to the fullest. I mean, you're just, you're just living. You're still alive, whether you have a home or not a home. Actually, I don't have a home right now. <laughs> I'm homeless. <laughs> but <laughs> I have a pretty nice home to be in right now, but I don't actually have one of my own. <sighs> yes, but <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, is that hard for the mind? Okay, I'm gonna give mind a reprieve. Inter- <laughs> You're lucky, Danielle. In an inner voice session, a classic session, it's two hours and you can't say anything from your mind. <laughs> <laughs> By the end, you're like floating outside your body. The people are so blissed out that I tell them not to operate machinery because they're so in, in such a state of peace getting away from their mind. But for this moment, I'm going to let the mind have a little moment. Okay, what's coming up for the mind right now? Hearing all of that. You did a great job. I love that you, people always ask this, Danielle, like, am I hearing the inner voice? When you don't agree with what you're hearing <laughs> and what it's saying is very peaceful and relaxed, I can guarantee that's your inner voice. If it's peaceful, <laughs> relaxed, and loving, and it's not what your mind agrees with, inner voice. <laughs> so, so how's the mind feeling with all those answers? Okay, so... I have lived like a nomadic <laughs> life in the last year or so and and I thought that's what I want and I guess it is all part of working out for me but then it was also very stressful. <laughs> so then I can relate to the not not homeless as in like on the streets begging for food but like I have been kind of similar to you like homeless. <laughs> in that sense. So my mind was like, that wasn't very peaceful. (laughs) So I actually flowed into a question. That's fascinating (laughs) that I asked that question out of just a funny thing. I do this sometimes to push, you know, as the lawyer for the mind, you know, I'll push the limits to things that the mind (laughs) thinks could be true. And I just picked that one. I didn't know that was something that your mind would, I didn't mentally know that, right? Intuitionally, Mm -hmm. maybe I did. Okay, so that's kind of scary right now. There's an edge to the stress of this nomadacy. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's like bougie homelessness. (laughs) I was like, I think I'm a bougie nomad. I think it's my word. I think if I just said that to people, they would get me a lot easier at this point. I'm not even trying to be, by the way. This is my inner voice that wants to be bougie nomad. I wanted a home for seven years. Wave my hand up, you know. I'm just following my intuition, not my mind um, on on the subject. And as I do it, I find that it's, you know, not what my mind would pick, but I'm not living from my mind in most cases, in most scenarios, at least of all of like where I live. Okay. So when it comes to yours, let's go down. All right. And ask your inner voice and clarity on that since I intuitionally, let's say, (laughs) float into that avenue of inquiry. Okay. So let's go on down there. There's a little bit of resistance there. And when you find resistance, this is for everyone else listening too. ask 10 more questions on that subject. Most people will hit resistance and pivot away from that subject and just say, oh, I don't understand, or I don't like that answer. And it's like, and then they come to me saying, why did I hear this? I'm like, well, you should have asked 10 more questions. Keep asking. Don't, don't stop. Most people stop way, way, way too soon to understanding and actually getting the clarity from the answers they might get initially. There's more to understand, if that makes sense. So let's go on down. And we're going to go into this little, you know, semi-bougie homelessness life that you're living and find out what your inner voice's take on it is. Okay. 
So go on back down, home base. Just exhale. And remember, Danielle, this is actually you outside of your mind. We're not calling on an alien. We're not calling on Jesus or Buddha or Gandhi or me. We're going to actually you outside of your mind's limitations. Isn't that wild? That your passion (laughs) is living life to the fullest without any limitations, any conditioning, any of the mind's faff. That's what you actually love. Right. Wow. You say it so simply. (laughs) It is that simple. It's just hard for the mind to grasp. And that's what we're weaving right now is kind of catching the mind up to how the wiser part of itself feels, but not itself as the mind. It's like the arm is learning what the body feels, thinks, and wants. Does that make sense? It's a part of you for sure, but there's this much bigger, grander part of you that is still you. You know, are you the body or the arm, Danielle? I'm the body. Yeah. And you have an arm. It's like you're kind of both, right? You you have an arm and you are in a body. So you're not even the body, but you have a body that has an arm. So right. you have an, an, a, a consciousness that has a mind and it has the wisdom of all of your experiences. So we're going to that part of you, which is far bigger than just the mind's thoughts and accumulated experiences from the mind's perspective. We're going to that like non- linear, eternal, present, peaceful, the part of you that's in the quantum, that's in the non-physical, before, during, and after your life, that part of you is what we're going to. Okay. So let's go back down there. Home base. We can access that part of you, by the way, as you're seeing from your belly, from your gut, from your heart, wherever in your you know center cavity, typically, you're going to feel it. So you're going to go down there and let's go into inner voice. Do you enjoy the bougie homelessness that Danielle's been in the last year or not? Good job. Good job. Your mind doesn't have to like it. Our inner voice, why did you put her into this journey, this kind of nomadacy? Just breathe out. You don't know the answer to that. It can answer in one word only. It's all it needs. Good job. Great exhales. I got two words that are Uh not related. (laughs) And growth and light. Okay. So inner voice, what about it grew? What grew by doing this, inner voice? She grew. How did she grow in her voice? In her voice, from your perspective, how did Danielle grow? This is interesting, right? Because your mind knows its perspective, but let's find out. You don't know the answer from the inner voice. So inner voice, how did Danielle grow? Lighter. Okay. Is that connected to the light you said earlier in her voice, that she grew lighter or something different? Yes, and then no. Okay, great. When you get a yes and no, for everyone else listening too, that means part of the answer is true and part of it's not. So then ask what we're going to do right now. Okay, so how is it true that she grew lighter in her voice? (sighs) 
Go deeper. Those thoughts are good job. What did she connect to you better in her voice? (sighs) Herself. Oh, does the mind agree with that or disagree? This is a mind question. To the mind, do you disagree or agree that you grew closer to yourself? My mind does agree with that, yeah. It does. Okay, no conflict there. All right, just checking as a lawyer. Is there any rebuttals? Okay, all right. So then how is it not related? How is the answer growth and light unrelated? How how did she, what does light mean to you in her voice? This is a great thing too. If you get a word that's, it's a big word or a vague word, Ask for clarity in her voice. What does light mean? Like, how is it not related to growth becoming lighter? What was the light answer about? Exhale. Good job. It's easy to remember. Whenever I ask the question, just exhale. (laughs) Because the mind will want to think and inhale as if it's on an interview. And you're kind of switching between, Danielle, because I'm not keeping you down under for like the entire hour, as I mentioned. So it's a bit trickier because sometimes I'm asking you to think, so it means you're going to inhale a thought. And sometimes I'm asking the inner voice the question, okay? So because I'm letting you go between the two, if you can try to remember that when I ask the inner voice, you know what else I know? I use the word, what, blah, 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 inner voice. You know how I know I say that a lot? It's trying to help your mind remember, don't go thinking. <laughs> so whenever I say <laughs> inner voice, what do you think about what Danielle said? Exhale. And whenever I ask the mind, it's okay to inhale first. It does, obviously you're inhaling. I'm not asking you to hyperventilate, but what I'm saying is that that first thing to do is remember when I say exhale, or sorry, inner voice, if you can remember, it's totally fine if you don't do this, but it'll make it a lot easier for you as you get used to it to catch, okay, she asked an inner voice question, exhale. Does that make sense? Yes, yeah. Okay. All right. So let's go down. Inner voice, what does light mean? The answer that this this year of travel, life, and living has made light. What does light mean? Good job. Great job. Growth and sharing. Okay. Sharing. What Shared what? Inner voice, good job. I didn't even say inner voice and you exhaled right away. You knew I was going down there. Inner voice grew what? Or shared what? Her. Who did she share herself with? Inner voice. <laughs> my, <laughs> my What'd you like, get? Nobody, because you weren't really <laughs> <laughs> You were like, I was a, I was a hermit. I was a nomadic hermit in her voice. Or, did you forget all those Uber Eats meals that we eat, ate together? Mono e mono. <laughs> you, me, and myself, all one big happy family. Okay. I, I relate. I, I relate to this. Okay. But I actually just don't have any conflict in it. But okay. How did she share? Actually, in her voice, did she share with you? Is that where we're going with the sharing? Where was the sharing going in her voice? Yes, connection. Yeah. Okay. So this whole year has been about connecting to you, inner voice. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. You must really love her. You want to keep her all to yourself. She's not allowed to meet anyone else this year. She's just (laughs) with you in nursing. (laughs) Good job. Good job. Was that the plan, inner voice, or did she miss her long lost love? on a train, misconnection, tragedy struck. 
but she never even knew. Was there anyone else she was supposed to meet in this year that that didn't work out? No. 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 Was she supposed to be a millionaire and she accidentally missed the million dollars? Again, maybe it was on the train and she didn't see that the briefcase was there waiting for her with her name on it, in fact, and it had full of diamonds. She didn't miss the suitcase in her voice? <laughs> no. <laughs> no? Okay, what else is the mind not like? I remember, oh, but it was so no love, no money. Okay, so she was supposed to be nomadic making this amount of money nursing. Exhale. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I know this was as good as it gets. This is living life to the fullest in her voice. <laughs> okay, well, let's send it down. Let's at least inquiring minds being Bella want to know. Okay, in her voice, <laughs> was that what was supposed to happen? Oh, <sighs> yeah. Is there emotions there? Beanbag. Oh, yes and no. Like I kind of have had this realization during this time with you that like this, this is what has supposed to be. And like my resistance is what has held, held me in like the struggle, I guess, or like the not having that inner peace that I've been realizing this last few weeks. Yeah. Does that make you feel kind of emotional in a good way? Yeah. Yeah. Feel that. It's okay. Danielle, you've gone, you've been in a spaceship of, with room for one, like I have. You're on year one. I'm on year seven minus Atlas in Portugal. Like I can tell you, I never wanted it either, Danielle. And I fought it for five years and well, fought it being, I complained about it in my mind. (laughs) I still followed it. I just complained as I followed it. It's like, we're still going. Okay, this is getting long. When are we done? Um, but I can tell you, Danielle, I don't you know, know how long it will take, whatever this journey that you're in your spaceship for. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you that where I'm at now, I've never been a happier human in my life. And I don't know many humans as happy as I feel and complete within themselves. And that took years of beanbagging and and inner voicing but that inner peace you're looking for i obviously hope it accelerates and it doesn't mean i was always 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 alone in the last 3 months though danielle i've only had 3 meals max a week with different people that i know in australia so it's like usually like one or two meals a week because my friends were on holidays with their kids and i honestly even though there was some releasing and stuff happening, not for my life, actually for my past lives, which was hectic, but I, I was there for it and I, and I released and I allowed it to happen. It wasn't my life was chaotic, but it was extensions of my consciousness I was feeling into. And God, it's just rare, Danielle. Not Right. Many people are having that. Ex- I mean, there are people that are alone and lonely, but there's not as many people that are alone and lonely going into themselves, releasing beanbags and connecting to their intuition. That's more uncommon, right? Right. And because that's more uncommon, it feels scary to be one of them. 
And there's not a lot of like positive success stories out there <laughs> that you can hear about. Okay, this is going to be okay. Like if you're pregnant with a baby, you kind of see a lot of moms out there that have babies after they've given birth. So you're like, okay, it sounds painful, but I guess it's a good ending most of the time for other people, <laughs> at least. You know, so I guess I'll be okay when that happens to me too. But this is a rarer one, you know, to be in the spaceship alone yeah. right now. And so it feels scarier and because there's less examples. But yeah, look what you manifested along your spaceship. I'm in a spaceship and you're in a spaceship and we're both doing okay. I've been in my spaceship longer. So I'm more trusting and allowing and I have way, way, way less resistance. Actually, I don't really have any resistance in my mind right now at all. But I did for those like first five years, pre-Atlas basically. And then after that, it just kind of like snapped. Like I just don't, not in a bad way, in a beautiful way, snapped together. Like, oh, I don't have to resist. You're on the journey. Mm -hmm. And I hope that it accelerates. It doesn't mean you have to always be alone. And even I, for those seven years, wasn't always alone. Even like obviously with the relationship in Portugal and other people I dated in the journey and met along the way. But that spaceship's what I was in really also. And it felt like, oh, there's something wrong with me. Why isn't, why am I not finding my partner? Blah, 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 all that stuff. Why don't I have a house? Blah, blah, blah. But being alone is what made me connect to my intuition the way that I did. I wouldn't have this chance with, to talk to you or help you or have IVFT or any of that stuff. I had to be alone, at least in my experience, to go as deep as I did. That doesn't have to be everyone else's experience. It just happens to also be right now a part of yours. Right. It's not right or wrong for anyone else that's listening to this. They're in the right place for them right now. But I think in honor of anyone else, it's also in a spaceship and feels odd and left out compared to all the people that aren't. Isn't it nice to be listening to somebody that's kind of gone through it a year and kind of felt like they're fumbling along and doing something wrong? And for me, I felt like I was kind of mentally doing, you know, failing at what I wanted for many years as well. Only I don't resist it now. I don't think it's wrong. I think it's exactly what I needed to grow into this level of love for myself. Right. It's possible and for you yeah, too. I, that's resonating. Yeah. It's okay. And you know what's amazing is that I feel now, my friend today, I went on a walk today with my friend uh, in Hyde Park and we're talking and she's going through some things with her family and there's some changes happening and relationship changes for her. And she's talking about dating again after things keep progressing as the journey that they're on. And we were talking and I was like, yeah, she's, she asked me, you know, oh, well, you're okay dating, not dating now. But like, what if you, you know, in 50 years? And I said, well, I'm happy now. <laughs> and in 50 years, it'll still be now. <laughs> so I can't, you know, worry about the now of 50 years. I can only be in the highest alignment now. But I also have zero fear about the future now. Because this now is so good. I could live, if I had this level of joy in myself that I have now, in all other nows, obviously it'll go up and down because it's life. But if I have this level of inner peace, there's no relationship I've ever been in that I feel this level of inner peace. Mm. And that's so beautiful because it means I don't need anyone in my life anymore to have that. And it was never going to come. The inner peace is never going to come from the outer people anyways. 
And it doesn't mean I won't have a person. It just means that the journey you're on right now is very, very special and has beautiful gifts that no one else in the world, no money, no job, and no partner will ever be able to give you. Right. Only the time with yourself will give you it. That is very, very true. Yeah. Right? Could you have done this yeah. if you had a, like a boyfriend right now? Probably not. They'd be very distracting. <laughs> exactly. And it doesn't mean that anyone else right now, like I said earlier, that's listening, is in the wrong thing. If they have like three kids and they have a huge busy life and they would love some time alone. I know a lot of moms that would love a bit more time to be with themselves, but they're still in the right place, you know, with their inner voice guiding them every step of the way. But for those that are in their spaceship, like you, like myself right now, there is such an unspoken gift in that that when you're using that spaceship time for this level of connection and releasing is so precious and we can resist it in our minds so much that we lose the awareness in the mind that it is a gift. You know, like you're in it, but you're just not happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is where I right? was. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, so here, actually, let's see if we can do something right now for that. Okay, can you remember any resistance your mind has had for being on this little spaceship journey and resenting it? Can you feel a beanbag specifically if you scan the last year? Is it totally at peace and acceptance right now or is there any mental resistance still present that you can actually tune into and feel vibrating now, jiggling now? Hmm. So bring it on. Like, like bring on the worst hissy fit your mind's ever thrown <laughs> about being in your spaceship, as I'm calling that. You know, you get the idea of spaceship. It's like the time you've been with yourself. Bring up the worst hissy fits, the highest stigmatized moments. You know what I mean? Go into those. See if any juice is left fresh. Any fresh juice or is it all kind of dried up? I'm sure there is. Just right now I'm not... I'm not there. So like I can't. Yeah. So it's not in the now. You're not able to feel into that now and it's angst. So we yeah. can't clear it. Okay. So if it comes up later, Danielle, the next two weeks, especially yeah. just beanbag it. Okay. So if those thoughts or something triggers it, like maybe you see a cute couple making out on the park bench or something, I don't know, whatever happens. Like if something triggers all of those old things, cause they're probably still lurking. There just might be a little bit, I'm not saying they have to be lurking, but they could be lurking basically. And if something in life kind of pokes at one, you'll notice, Ooh, like I felt that and then beanbag it. Okay. So right now you're at this like level of peace and understanding, which is beautiful, but it's very possible that if you had a lot of frustration about it in earlier months of this last year, because you said it was very stressful. So those stressful moments, if they weren't fully released could still be under the covers. And so if and when or when and if anything in life kind of pokes at it, just beanbag it then. It'll okay. be the gift so that you can get it out, okay? But in this moment, can you just bask in the fact that you gave yourself this time to live life to the fullest and get to know yourself better and grow in yourself and share with yourself? Yeah. 
There's no one else that will ever feel the feelings and know the experiences you've had. Even if they're sitting next to you, they're still experiencing their own beanbags, their own inner voice, their own everything. It's like two people with VR goggles next to each other. (laughs) Like it's still not exactly the same thing. So there's no one else that will ever actually be able to ultimately love you more than your inner voice. Other people will love you probably easier than your mind certainly could because it's not the loving part of you. It's the judgmental separated part of you, (laughs) but it's the inner voice part of you that loves you and is you and is loving being you. Inner voice, are you loving being Danielle? Send that down. Let's find that out. Let's make sure that your inner voice really loves you. I'm I'm assuming that based on hundreds of other clients, but let's find out for you. Okay, inner voice, are you happy you're being Danielle? Yes. Yeah. Why are you happy being Danielle inner voice? Breathe out. Good job. Experience. Yes. Beautiful. What was the experience that you love about with being Danielle in her voice? Living. Living. So she hasn't screwed up this year massively by being homeless and being a nurse and not having as much money as she'd like or a boyfriend. <sighs> Is there a beanbag? <laughs> yeah. A little bit. What's yeah. that one? Yeah. My Where mind is it? Was... What does the mind feel when I said all that stuff? Obviously, I'm hitting on this stuff to help your mind see what your soul believes. I'm trying or your wisdom believes. So, like, what what about what I just said hit something for you? It's like the feeling of like the feeling of struggle. It's like, well, wouldn't she be like having more? I guess it's the feeling of wanting more. Um, Okay. Where's that feeling of struggle and wanting more in the body? (sighs) I'm feeling it in my legs. Beautiful. Go into it. What shape is it in the legs? It's like an oval shape. Go for it. Breathe it in. It's okay to feel that feeling of struggle and frustration. Why isn't there more? Of course. Of course that would be there. We're not making that wrong. Of course it is. Now breathe into it and release it (laughs) by breathing it. So welcome it on. Bring it on. It's okay to feel that struggle. Feel every drop of the struggle in those legs, in the oval in the legs. The mind will want to avoid this and distract you and because it can't release it. So it's trying to, it's like the mind can't heal your body. So it's trying to distract you as your arms cut off. It's like, well, we can't do anything about it. So we might as well just help her feel better by not thinking about it. And it's not actually healing it. The releasing by feeling it from your awareness as the oval in your legs is what does it. If you need to make any other noises or shake or kick your legs, whatever your body, your body knows how to release this with your awareness. So it's body plus awareness equals feeling it and expressing it, and then it goes away. Mind plus it just distracts and overwhelms and 
protects and projects it. How's the feeling in the legs now? How's that oval? It's it's still there, but it's not like as pronounced or like as strong of a feeling. I don't know how to describe it. Keep going. Go for it. Of course you'd have a lot of struggle feelings. Of course. We're not making that wrong. Go feel them. Go feel every droplet of struggle in those ovals or in that oval. We're not making this feeling wrong. We're just letting it fully, fully, 100% express where it's living in your emotional field. It's not true. It's just a, well, I mean, it's, it's the story the mind makes about it is not true. It's just the emotion that's stuck there that makes it, the story feel true and accurate. But once it's released, the story won't have the bite that it has right now. Your inner voice didn't experience it as a struggle. Only your mind did because of this beanbag, because of this oval. So feel it, feel it, feel it, feel it, feel it, express it. It's okay to feel struggle in the mind, in the emotions. It's okay. So Everybody struggles. What, you're, what do you get? What you're saying is like the mind's going to look for things to prove it's right, like like, see, yeah, love attractions also going to make it right. Okay, see, right. as Abraham Hicks always says, you don't get what you think about, you get what you feel. Or like your feeling is your way of knowing what you're actually manifesting from. And so mm. true. So this is what you're manifesting from. No matter how much you think you want it to be easy, this feeling is actually way more powerful than any conflicting positive thoughts. This is what's manifesting in your life. Your energy would flow smoothly and freely, but right now this emotion has trapped that energetic potential for you into this feeling in your legs and your life has to because your consciousness creating your own reality, your God creating everything. So it's going to create to prove this feeling true because that's what consciousness is collapsing the wave function to. That's quantum mechanics. It's already there. We actually, it's just not really been clearly seen by most people, but the pieces actually are there now, not just from the channels. It's actually there in the science, but the scientists, even in the 1920s, some of them saw what they were looking at and some of them didn't. It's there. It was hotly contested because some of them could see it. It's like a magic eye. Like there's a ship in that magic eye picture. And the other ones were like, no, there's not. It was there that some people perceived it. Some people didn't. It didn't mean it wasn't there. It's just some people couldn't see it yet. Right. But this is what's been creating for you. And then your mind goes, see, this is why I feel like I'm always struggling. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> yes, because the feeling is there and the mind's not doing anything wrong. Blessed Danielle mind, you're not doing anything wrong. You can't feel it as an oval. So for the mind, it's just the emotion plus story equals my reality. But the higher understanding, the clearer understanding is, oh, I have a whole bunch of emotions that I didn't fully express at earlier points in my lifetime and probably others if I believe there are other lifetimes. Okay. And when that energy got trapped because my mind was afraid to feel it and let it happen, then it got stuck. And ever since then, my life's been collapsing to that wave function, to that emotion. And I don't even know because all I know is I have an emotion plus a story that keeps repeating itself over and over again. Does that right. feel how it feels? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. And yeah. that's not just you, Danielle. That's every mind that doesn't know about its awareness. It doesn't know how to beanbag yet. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Or they go to do psychedelics because psychedelics is not a good or a bad. It's just like a bit of a crutch. It helps the mind soften so that these understandings and awarenesses of like of awareness can poke through more clearly, but it's not in any way an ultimate requirement of consciousness. It's kind of just like a tool to knock your brain out for a little bit so that you can <laughs> like go sort some stuff out. But right now you're doing it with your breath, which is the natural way of things. You know, you're not meant to like, yes, when you're little, you have a stroller and you get pushed around and that's great because you don't have the, you know, walking yet, but then eventually you learn to walk. You don't just stay in a stroller. So like you're doing this naturally now with your natural innate awareness abilities. Isn't that amazing? All all, anyone at a certain point of awareness has to do is exhale and breathe and feel, but from their awareness, from this home base, not from their head not from their mind, because the mind can't do it. You know what I've been saying now to help people understand this? And I think it's hitting them clearer than I've, my other metaphors have tried to say it. It's like ask, asking your mind to feel this beanbag is like asking your nose to hear the music. Right. If I asked your nose <laughs> to hear the music, what would you say? I'd say, what a stupid nose. You can't even hear the music. <laughs> Like, what would you say to me if I said, how, how, how stupid is your mo- nose? It can't even hear the music I'm playing right now. What would you say? <laughs> like, that's the wrong sense. That's the wrong <laughs> thing. Do you yeah. get that when I'm saying that the awareness is what, and I say location, 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 because your mind can't figure that out. It's literally not its job. It's not just doing something wrong. What a bad mind. Let's whip it. (laughs) It's like asking your nose to hear the music. It's not intended for that purpose. It's not its fault that it doesn't hear the music. That'd be like asking your ears to smell the incense. Right. Doesn't that just just (laughs) relax it? Okay. It's just not the right tool. And you're like, well, then why is this all so messed up? It's because most people weren't even aware that they're awareness. <laughs> so like there is the problem. And all the enlightened and all the ancients and mystics have been trying to explain awareness, which Eckhart uses an analogy that's cute. He's like, try, he says it's like telling fish about water. They're like, what do you mean? What is water? And it's like, oh my gosh. It's like, how do we tell the fish about water? How do we tell people about awareness. They are it. Awareness is everything. And the awareness is what can sense because it's all things in consciousness. It can sense the emotional field also. But your mind just knows there's an emotion and puts thoughts to it. Yeah. Okay. Let's go down to those legs and that struggle in the legs. Now that we know it's not your mind's fault for feeling struggle... Of course it feels struggle. It just didn't release it, you know? It wasn't the job of the mind to do that releasing because it can't. It can't even feel the location of it. So it just thinks that the story's true. But let's go for struggle. Go in there, bring up every ounce of oval struggle you can get left. The body knows. So does your awareness. 
Little babies are born with this. I listened to a baby at the airport yesterday getting my luggage. It was a very long delay in getting the second suitcase. There's like 50 or 100 people waiting around for this like second batch of luggage that took like 20 minutes to arrive. And there's this little baby under like six months wailing, like full on breakdown. I don't know what, I mean, they probably was tired and jet lagged or wanted to go sleep in a bed. I don't blame whatever the baby's problem was, but it was wailing. It wasn't holding back and not feeling its emotions. It was in pure experience. It wasn't stuffing down the emotions saying, oh, I shouldn't be loud. There's a lot of people around here. It was just fully experiencing what it was a feeling. It didn't make it wrong to experience that level of discomfort. It just went for it. Didn't hold back. So go for every ounce of emotion stuck in those legs. Don't hold back. Be like a six-month-old baby. (laughs) How's it feeling down there? It's definitely getting a lot smaller. I would say it's like the size of maybe like a marble. Go for it. Get that marble. Go for it. I always say go for, go for gold. 90% out, 90% gone. 100, 100. You might have other feelings of struggle in other parts of your body, but get this part out. It's totally fine that it was there. It's totally fine that your mind didn't know what to do with it. It's totally fine. Does that make sense? It's all okay. You just now are actually getting somewhere. (laughs) Because you're using the right tool. You're actually hearing the music with the ears now. Not trying to fix the music with your nose. Go for that little marble. See how see if you can get to a grain of rice. But by feeling it through, maybe it wants to kick or shake, make a noise, yawn. The body will know. Shake it out. I think Taylor Swift channeled or whoever wrote that song. <laughs> shake it out. I think they just were like, yeah, shake it out. That's the inner voice way of life. <laughs> do what you need. The body knows how to do this. So just let the mind relax and just let the body and the awareness work together as a little duo and let them do their thing. (sighs) Sounds like a good breath. It feels complete. There you go. Okay. Now remember, what was the big fat story that was in that oval? So whenever you felt that feeling before, what was the big story the mind would come up with? The mind was like, well, then why all this struggle? Why, like, why did she have to worry about not being able to eat and things like, things like that? Okay, now look at that story again. Does it feel the same or different? I just feel like a lot of peace around it. It's just that. I, like I, I was okay. Hmm. 
Does it feel better to look at the story now without that beanbag in the way? Yeah, that, that story just made it harder than it needed to be. Exactly. You were safe, but you didn't know what was going to happen next. Of course, you felt unsafe, but you actually were safe looking back on it. And the story is what made it all the worse. So you felt this idea that everything wasn't fine, even though it was. And because you didn't know about how the future was going to go, it felt uncertain and very, very scary. So you struggled in that moment. And I can relate to that because in a photo shoot I just did recently, I ended up getting caught in a rip current. A rip current in Australia was a really unfun thing to be caught into. I'll share the story in a greater detail at some other time, I'm sure, in a podcast, maybe in a flow diaries or something. <laughs> flow diaries, ripped current edition. Um, but the riptide uh, situation for those moments that I'll share more detail, like I said later, I didn't feel safe. But ultimately, I had, and the photographer I was with, had a surfer come and get us moments after I asked for help. I didn't rave my hands for like screaming or like getting anyone's attention. I literally called out <laughs> in my rocket of desire, you could say. My desire was like, I need help. I can't get out of this on my own. Laura was like, what are you talking about? We're 100 meters from anybody. They don't even know that we're over here. And she's like, we're going to have to do this. <laughs> and I was like, nope, I just need help from over there, wherever the lifeguards are and the other people. I just need help from them. And lo and behold, she's like, you know, look at me, <laughs> Bella. We got to focus here and <laughs> take my hand. And of course, I didn't want to drown her. So I was like not really wanting to like use her as my way of getting out because I think she was struggling as it was. But then she's looking at me and all of a sudden behind her, I see this face appear, this blonde angel surfer man comes behind her with a surfboard and she doesn't know. And she's like, what, is it? what are you smiling about? And I was like, oh my God, like out of the blue, this incredible surfer man comes over and like puts us on a surfboard and brings us back to out of this, this experience. So when I came home and I was shaken, I was so much in shock, so much in shock. I, you know, it was, it wasn't actually as scary as ironically, this is so wild, Danielle. So I did a past life, I had a past life that drowned as a small boy, which my inner voice told me. And when I was in scuba diving training in a pool, completely alone, completely, well, not alone. I was like around a bunch of people sitting at the pool and a surf or a scuba diving instructor, right? Watching me. And I was the only one in the pool and he was watching just me. So obviously I wasn't in the most safe environment possible with an oxygen tank. That a moment I had more of a breakdown than actually being in the rip current Actually, with actually being in actual fear because the past life actually passed away, like drowned. It didn't get to the surface of the water. So I was feeling into his emotion as he died. So that obviously, because it was more traumatic, was more strong in my experience. But actually what I went through, and thank God I already beanbagged that. I can't believe, I can't imagine if I hadn't already got rid of the scuba diving story and emotions. If I hadn't gotten through that, I don't know how I would have acted in the rip current. But even if, as it was, it was really scary. And I like took, came home, I'll explain all the details later, but I showered and I was like, I'm going to beanbag this right now. I'm not going to let this go any hour longer than it needs to in my body. And I spent most of the day on the sofa, breathing and crying, actually mostly tears of relief. My inner voice gave me the name Gabriel for the surfer that saved us. 
But I knew in that moment that I didn't have the strength to swim out of the current. I didn't want to drown the photographer. <laughs> and I was like, I just need help. I, I don't have, I didn't even know logically what path or potential would actually come. I just knew that my human body didn't have the gift of getting out of that. Like not in that moment, not in that current, not with the strength that I had and the knowledge and skill that I had. I just was in it and I knew I needed support. And I'm so glad I didn't try to like become a victim to the photographer because she was stronger as a swimmer and lean on her, which was a huge insight looking back on it that taught me so much about victim dynamics that I, again, in another podcast, I'll give more details about. But it was so interesting that I basically called for help to my inner voice without having any moment to think inner voice, can you please help me? I just knew that it wasn't me being bad at swimming or me doing something wrong. I didn't victimize myself to the photographer. I just knew I was needing support. And literally moments later, it came. But when I laid on that sofa and I thought about it, I was like, oh my gosh, just like you with the struggle, I was like, I experienced that and could have continued to experience that if I didn't beanbag that day, the whole experience, I could have held on to that story that it was such a struggle. But actually, once I beanbagged that story of the scary unknown of how it could have gone or how it could have flowed, what actually happened looking back on it and releasing, I was like, actually, even though it could have had many dire consequences, they didn't happen. They aren't true. It's not worth thinking about them. And I can just be overwhelmingly grateful with tears of joy for my inner voice called Gabriel, which is the surfer man. And I looked up the meaning of Gabriel, and it means strength of God. And I found that so interesting because essentially, without consciously saying the words inner voice, I asked for my own consciousness to give a, a solution. And it did, but that whole struggle story was not actually relevant or necessary because it didn't actually apply to my scenario as it actually played out. It could have played out like that, but even while I was scared, I was actually fine the whole time. And so once you've been back that struggle feeling, it's like, oh my God, what a relief. What a relief to drop the story that it could have gone so bad. And actually looking back on it, right. it didn't go bad. And actually I was okay. And then it kind of loosens everything up. It's like, okay, let's actually look at what is and what was from a more clear and accurate perspective. Without those emotional beanbags in the way, everything becomes a lot wiser, calmer, safer, appreciative, you know? It's funny, right? When you get stuck in the emotion, you don't even appreciate that it was actually as okay as it was. Right. Could have been so worse. True. Right? I, I realized that. I was like, God, I could have spent the whole time thinking about what could have happened if Gabriel didn't show up instead of going, oh my God, how amazing is it that Gabriel showed up? Like it was only, I don't even know. I was so dystopian reality. I was so in a trauma response that I don't know how long it was. Laura would have a better idea because she wasn't in trauma response like I was as it was happening. So she would know if it was a few minutes, hours, or I mean, obviously it wasn't days. It wasn't hours. I don't know long if it was, I don't know how many minutes it was. Literally it was too crazy scary for my mind to even process time at that point. But the truth was I was okay the whole time. Even though my mind could come with an amazing amount of what-if scenarios, the truth was, the truth, what really happened was that I was okay. And I had Gabriel on the way. Right. How amazing. And like yeah. your story of struggle 
that is the kind of classic, amazing stuff that if you can catch it in the moment or as soon as it completes itself, like I did with the rip current, once I got home hours later, I just, or like an hour later, I, I ate food, I showered, I got my body temperature regulated from my nervous system getting so out of whack. And then I got warm and I laid on that sofa and I just beanbagged and clarified and inner voice. And you know, it's so sweet as my inner voice said, it wasn't meant to be. Cause I was like, are you kidding me? Inner voice? Like I'm going through all this stuff for the past lives and I'm going, al- I'm like going into all of this stuff and I'm doing such a good job. I'm like, you give me a rip current and I almost die. Is that like a past life thing? Come on now. I can only take so much. And it said, no, no, no. <laughs> don't worry. That was just life happening. You did get caught in a rip current, but we got you out right away. You're safe. Don't make this a thing, basically. This wasn't a big story. Mm. It just was something that you experienced because life is still life, but it doesn't have to be horrendous and it doesn't have to be like the, the drowning boy where you have to carry this around a bunch of lifetimes until you release it. We got you out. You're okay. Don't hold on to it too much. How does your inner voice feel about your situation that you felt like you were struggling in, looking back on it now? It feels like that like that was what was supposed to happen. And even if I was resisting and pushing towards something, it's like it's like that's why you like you needed to keep being redirected. I keep hearing redirected back, redirected back to like just being here present and with yourself. Yeah. Oh, how beautiful. So let's wrap on that note that you're actually in the perfect place for yourself right now. And it was like the rip current, right? No matter how much you tried to swim out of this moment, that your soul is like, nope, we're going to hold you in our little teddy bear arms and not let you run away <laughs> and not let you go find your answers in something else outside yourself. We're just going to let you, you know, try to leave, but we're going to bear hug you, not like trap you and not strangle you. We're just going to hug you as you're struggling, but we're going to keep you close to ourselves, this loving part of yourself to help you grow in light. And light. You've never yeah. done it wrong, Danielle. Oh. Thank you. And thank you for sharing that story that must have been really crazy. <laughs> it was. I'm excited to share this story in way more detail. I think in a flow diaries, I actually might do an entire episode. Maybe that's an inspiration. Maybe I'll do a whole show kind of with maybe some other side story updates to like the the move over to London and stuff. But that story has been, even though it wasn't intended to happen for me, that was not, what my, as my inner voice said, what I was supposed to do. It was so insightful about how to manifest and how my mind responds to trauma and how other people's could also, and about victim energy and energy exchange in humans. It was so eye-opening. And I'm so glad I I beanbagged and got clarity right away to know this is not something I need to make something. This is something I can see clearly now. And I don't have to hold trauma about it. I can share the story, but I'm not actually feeling that struggle feeling that you were feeling in your legs. If I hadn't beanbagged all the stuff that came up, I'm sure I would feel that kind of feeling as I tell the story. But as I'm telling it now, I'm completely clear. Nothing's triggering me as I, as I share it. 
And you'll right. be able to keep beanbagging your story. So you'll be able to share it completely clear, completely clean. You'll be able to talk about the year as it was, and you'll remember all the stories and struggles, but you won't be coming from them as you tell the story because coming from those things just means they're still trapped in the emotional body. The awareness right. hasn't released them yet. Okay. Yeah. So with that, my friend, <laughs> are you ready to have a fun and dance in the kitchen and trust that you're okay and let the next two weeks unfold, knowing that you've actually been guided every single moment back to yourself and you haven't done anything wrong? Yes. Yeah. I am. I'm excited to continue this process. It's been very, very insightful and, and yeah, I'm enjoying every moment of it. Mm -hmm. 